the free for all roundtable round two all right, as I said, it's time for round two, and everybody's here this time. Uh, Toronto lawyer Kareem Assad is here, children's music teacher Michelle Morrow, and the host of the podcast, Last Call with Richard Krause, holiday host of News Talk Tonight, the ubiquitous one that was giggling right there, Richard Krause, because Richard, uh, guests don't show up sometimes when you're hosting on the holidays, right? I know, especially try doing the night shift. So <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, I, I, it feels like I was just there. Was the seat still warm when you got there this morning? Yes, it was, Richard. You have a very warm bottom. Thank you for that, because it was cold this morning. Uh, all right, let's get out of this and instead talk about the topics of the day. And unfortunately, uh, no laughter for this. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. And we are starting pretty serious here. We've got new details on the suspects charged in the fatal shooting of the OPP office officer, of one of which a history of violent crime, including pistol whipping, reported to have terrible behavior while in prison, including stabbing another inmate, violence against police on the rap sheet here. Uh, unbelievable that this person is out walking the streets. At least that's my opinion. Let's go to the Toronto lawyer about this one. Kareem Assad, uh, your take? So this might be an unpopular opinion, but... The fact is that bail is dealt with in a silo regarding the specific accused, the information that's before the court, and there is a presumption of innocence. So even where someone has a record, that's not the only factor the court's going to consider. And my general view, and and this is the Supreme Court's view as well, is that the default is bail should be granted unless there's reasons not to. And and we can't expect the court to have a crystal ball. Um, again, they are weighing a number of factors. This is a very tragic situation, but it's always disturbing to me as someone who practices criminal defense when these uh, incidents are used as justification to claw back on bail. Because when someone doesn't get bail, that uh, has very serious implications for them as an accused individual and and the integrity of our system overall. So there's a, a lot of, again, tragedy and trauma that's wrapped up in this. Um, and, and my gentle urging to everyone is the, the preconditions and the determinants of crime, that's where we should be putting our attention, not necessarily on pushing for harsher bail. Well, I may just be riding on a motion, but I've seen the details of the case that has been reported. And Michelle Morrow, I I still can't see why this person is out and uh, and and you know is a part of this. Right, and I I really appreciate Karima's mm-hmm. expertise because I had no idea that the the way bail was set and everything. But if there ever was an example for clawing back on bail, isn't it this? There was a warrant out for his arrest. He'd already not shown up when he was supposed to. And to me, I want to look at everything individually, but I realize that with the law, there's always a broad stroke. If there's one thing done, then it sets a precedent for everything else. But in this case, right now, I feel like there was precedent to claw back bail because maybe this could have been avoided. Richard, I know you've been covering the story much like myself Mm -hmm. and Mark Tui for the past 48 hours. Uh, What have a, what are your thoughts and what have you got from listeners? 
It's difficult to work past the emotion of uh, this case. A a young police officer cut down on his very first day of active duty, 28 years old, uh, had wanted to be a police officer his entire life, uh, finally realizes his dream and this happens. And it is beyond tragic. And, uh, you know, he's got a young child and a family. It's just it's it's beyond tragic. Um, I think that there are systemic issues here. Uh, that really have to be dealt with. I think that um, one of the reasons that bail is granted, uh, and Karima may disagree with me here, but I think one of the reasons that bail is uh, granted is because there is a a backlog and it's taking so long to get cases to court that you can't throw someone in jail who is presumed innocent uh, for three years while they wait to um, to uh, come to trial. Um, conditions in a lot of the, the jails and prisons are so abominable that, that uh, judges are reticent to send people uh, who, again, are presumed innocent to these places to be housed. And so I think we have to look at that I mean, we have to look at a number of aspects of this, but we have to look at that and and clean that up, speed up trials, uh, clean up the prison system. And and if people need to be in jail, if they are a threat to others, uh, they need to be in jail while they wait for trial. Um, the calls, as you can imagine, uh, th- this was all led by emotion. And uh, and I was uh, for it. You know, I'm I'm feeling very emotional about this case. It's it is uh, beyond tragic, and I just think of this young man's family and uh, what they're what they must be going through today and this week, and it just it breaks my heart. Karima, I don't normally go back on this, but I did want to give you uh, another opportunity. If there's anything more that you have to say on this, I mean, this is your expertise. Yeah, um, thank you for for that. Uh, echoing once again that you know. it's easy to let the emotions take over and that's a very natural and human response. Um, As far as backlog in the system, um, one thing that would assist with that is uh, really Crown prosecutors um, who are ministers of justice um, being judicious about what cases they choose to pursue uh, because there's a, a lot that is in our system right now that could be dealt with through other means. Um, And a corollary to that is more funding for defense lawyers. Um, And that sounds perhaps self-serving, but the fact is that many people go through court unrepresented. Uh, It's a very, very low eligibility rate for legal aid, um, which means that not everyone can afford to have representation. And that also slows down the system. So where you have virtually unlimited state resources being put into prosecution and policing and and not on the defense side, that creates an imbalance. All right, let's move along from this. We talked about unclogging that system. Michelle, let's talk about unclogging um, the medical system as far as doctors go. Uh, Ontario pharmacies will soon be able to prescribe medications for 13 common ailments, including pink eye, hemorrhoids, uh, insect bites, hives, tick bites. I think this is great. I mean, you know what you got? A pharmacist can look at it and go, oh, yeah, these symptoms here, take this, and let's not bother with the doctor here. 
I love that. I think uh, at least one member of my family has gone through all of those ailments. <laughs> okay. So as someone who, um, I had a family doctor pre-COVID. She had a young family. She decided to pull out of the medical system. So I am without a family doctor for me and my two young kids. And so we go to a walk-in. Um, and so having this option would be huge for us as opposed to going and sitting for three hours waiting. Wonderful doctors there, but it is a long wait. And saying, yes, you have pink eye, which I had about three weeks ago. So this would have been a huge help. And so I am all for this as long as the pharmacist feels comfortable um, checking people out and giving the proper diagnosis. Richard, makes sense to me. It makes sense to me uh, in the midst of uh, in the midst of a healthcare crisis. Absolutely, I mean we have to find a way to unclog. We have to find a way to get more doctors here uh, so that people can have GPs. And this seems to be a way of at least lightening the load for uh, things like insect bites and hives and things. You're not taking up a doctor's time uh, with that. I fear that it might be a step towards a two-tier system, uh, which makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, and uh, But right now, I'm not really sure that we have uh, too many options and too many choices. Something needs to be done, and it needs to be done uh, in drastic fashion, and it needs to be done immediately. I hope that this is uh, a first step that... Uh, is followed quickly by steps two, three, and four, uh, and not a first step that is meant to um, have people patting themselves on the back and say, see, we're looking after the problem, and then doing nothing more uh, for months or years to come. Kareem, we heard Richard say more doctors, and a lot of people are saying more doctors because we've got a nano survey finding that the top healthcare priority in Canada should be hire more doctors and nurses, said people filling out a survey, but it's a lot more difficult than just that. Yeah, um, that nano survey, I, I mean, I'm not sure how well informed people are, um, how close they are to the system to actually know where the deficiencies lie. Um, clearly, there is a, a dearth of family doctors um, and access to that uh, is a priority. Um, but uh, a bird's eye view of the system, I myself, I don't know um, precisely where the money or effort needs to go. Um, and I think that a, a holistic look at it um, is, is necessary. I don't know the utility of polls um, in this context because unless you have direct um, dealings with the system, how would one know? Yeah. And Michelle, you know, you said you just go into a walk-in clinic with uh, your, for yourself and your kids. I mean, more doctors would obviously help because then you could find a doctor for your family because that isn't a, a very big challenge right about now. Yeah, I was without a family doctor for about two years and I found this lovely doctor who was taking patients and then unfortunately she left. And I feel like that's very common. But I, one thing looking at this survey, I feel like it's, it's going to be a weird comparison, but I feel like it's similar to recycling. We are not going to solve the environmental crisis by recycling. Same as we are not going to solve this medical problem by simply adding more doctors and nurses. But it's a really good step and I would not stop anyone from recycling. Same as I would not stop more people from hiring more doctors and nurses. But there are other steps we need to take, bigger steps, more global steps to get us out of this healthcare crisis. All right. Before we go here, tech that died in 2022. iPod, BlackBerry, the iPhone. Richard, I can hear you giggling. Internet Explorer. Were you one of those people that had to have the BlackBerry pulled out of their hands like myself? 
I was not. In fact, I, I mourn none of these things. I'm someone who wants to throw their cell phone and most other technology that I'm surrounded by, even though I'm pretty proficient with it all. I want to throw it all in the garbage on an almost daily basis and uh, go back to a time where I didn't have instant access to everything. Um, so I mourn the loss of none of these things. Karima, is there a piece of technology that you miss that you'd like to see come back? Um, I actually, I liked having, um, a Walkman, which is kind of, mm. you know, they just, I felt cool having it. Um, <laughs> so maybe that's just nostalgia and I, I probably never was, uh, cool with it. <laughs> hey, Guardians of the Galaxy has brought that right back as far as the Walkman has gone for the first two, though. I think someone gave him the iPad. So I'm curious about the soundtrack in the next one. Michelle, a final word for you, technology you'd like to see back? Uh, no, I actually thought some of these were already dead. So reading the list, I was like, I am completely out of touch. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, they just didn't make an impact on your life. And some of them, much like Internet Explorer, shouldn't have. It slowed everybody down. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. Uh, all right, Happy Richard. Well, you too. Richard will be back on uh, tonight for News Talk Tonight. Catch the roundtable, round one at 745, round two at 845, weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.